You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Oh, I'm Greg. I'm so fancy. I just can we work around my schedule, Sarah? Because I just have too many fancy things to do today. When the opportunities arise, one oh has to God. take advantage when one is in demand at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes these things happen. So you're saying today's a, a Greg Nog in demand day? Uh, it's a little bit in demand today. Oh my God. <laughs> Whatever. No, thank you for starting early today, Whatever. Sarah. I appreciate it. And today we're actually starting on the uh, at the time that we say that we start. <laughs> I know, kind of, almost, well, kind of. We're actually still kind and of. Late I alone. don't even exactly know what I'm doing later. <laughs> Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is fantastic that you do so. Of course, you can subscribe to the Fun Employment Radio Network, as so many of you have, and we do greatly appreciate it at funemploymentradio.com/live. Click on the subscribe button right there, and six ninety nine a month. The first week is free, so why not try it out? It's a week of free week of freeness <laughs> it's a week of free magic a week of free magic that yes. you get to test out and it is awesome when you guys are able to do so okay. follow us on twitter at fun Imp radio and facebook fun employment radio um <laughs> so we've got a we got a big show here we do today. an early big show because greg mr fancy pants over there uh has not one not one mind you <laughs> but two acting gigs today. I could not feel more lazy or unproductive because Greg's like, I'm sorry, Sarah, we're going to have to do the show early because I have these two super fancy things that I have to do. Is that, is that yeah, the impression? That's of what you say. Like you're just verbatim. Like, you're like calling me you're like, boop, 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 boop. Sarah, hi, it's Greg. Um, listen here. I have things that I need to do this afternoon that don't involve you that are going to be pretty amazing. So let's go ahead and rearrange the schedule. <laughs> I'm holding my phone, by the way. Is that, I'm pretending I'm talking I, on my phone. That's how I do. I walk no. around with my phone on speakerphone. In all fairness, though, it sounds like you might get to do some pretty cool stuff today. Maybe. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I think it'll be, it'll be pretty cool. It's, once again, one of those things where I can't say what I'm doing. Oh, God. Because part of it is I really don't know for sure. Um, but However, when I can say, I will let you guys know. I will let you guys know. I can say one of them. One of them is I'm doing some work for Digital Trends. Yes. Of course, digitaltrends.com, where I am one of the hosts of DT Daily. Which you can get your all daily tech news <laughs> right there, digitaltrends.com. Um, so that's one of them. The so other one, one of them. The other one I can't really say right now. He can't really say. Yes. But it might be something amazing. Maybe. But he can't say. I can't say, though. I know. I, I know it sucks. It's one of those things where I have to be like, yes, I'm doing something. I can't tell you what it is. That's kind of where it is. So, wow, do you know how pretentious that sounds? I know. <laughs> I know it does. I know totally it does. But I don't want to get in trouble. So I, I can't. I, I, That's true. I because cannot. if you talk about it beforehand, the opportunity might be taken away from you. Yeah, that would suck. But I'm just saying, the way things are coinciding, the way the stars are lining up. It's possible it could be something pretty cool. Okay. So if after you do it, are you allowed to talk about it like tomorrow? Hopefully. I'll find out if I can. Okay. I'll, I'll find out if I'm able to talk about it. So can you say at all what you're doing? Can you say, is it like a commercial? No. Is it anything along those lines? I can't say. <sighs> I can't say. I, I, I actually can't. Well, you know what? So, I can say what I'm doing this afternoon. <laughs> I'm working on a dog painting, so well, that's what I'm doing. Absolutely. Yeah, so you know what? I am unpretentiously painting this afternoon. Well, there you go. That's what I'm doing. There you go. SarahXDillon.com. Get your dog painting now. <laughs> Get it now. Seriously, amazing stuff. Thank so you. So on the show today, maybe a little bit shorter than normal, but in order to make up for the fact that it might be a little bit shorter, mm-hmm. we have something that we're going to do again today. A bit of a reoccurring bit, if you will. What? Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a new 
Adventures of Walter oh episode. Oh my goodness. A oh new Adventures goodness. of Walter, and we'll get into explaining exactly what that is if you've never heard them before. Of course, you can just search on our uh, on our website for Walter, and you can listen to all those. But yes, we have uh, another installment of the Adventures of Walter. We sure do. Coming up here in just a little bit. But and I get to play a man, which I'm really excited about. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. you will. Yes, mm-hmm. you will. But yep. don't give anything away. I'm not giving anything Sarah away. Sarah got to see the script just a little bit. Uh, you know what? I'm keeping as close to the vest like you are with your magical special thing you're doing this afternoon <laughs> that you can't tell anybody. I'm doing something, but I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, with that, since we didn't do this yesterday, we are going to do this today. Of course, one of the fine sponsors of Fun Employment Radio Talk is... Up. The Bike Gallery. Yes. The Bike Gallery. And the Bike Gallery, of course, with six different locations all around the Portland metro area um, into Beaverton and Lake Oswego, Clackamas, all over the place, right here in Portland as well, where they have been an amazing sponsor of our show. And, of course, right now, if you go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on the Bike Gallery link. You can get 20% off all accessories, 10% off any bike. There is still plenty of amazing weather to purchase your bike and enjoy it. It is it is awesome, and Sarah and I have been enjoying some loner bikes from Bike Gallery. We this have, and you know what? the The thing that I love about Bike Gallery the best, the most, is that it has inspired me to ride my bike all summer long, and it's been a glorious one because of that. Oh, Greg! I think someone forgot to turn off their phone. Fancy Greg! Better turn it off before your acting gigs today, Greg. You don't want that going off during your acting gig, Greg, that you can't talk about, Greg. It's uh, it's turned off now. Okay, turned off now. Okay, um, so. <laughs> As part of this, with Sarah and I borrowing these bikes from Bike Gallery, bikegallery.com, um, we have been having our bike challenge this summer. Now, so far, Sarah's ridden a little bit more than me, and I will admit this last week, since we've been training for Hood to Coast, I did run a little bit more than I rode my bike, perhaps a lot more, so I didn't Me really too, ride that much. me too. But we uh, do need to do our weekly update of how many miles we've ridden in the last week. All now, right. Sarah, I have my uh, handy-dandy odometer right here that keeps track uh, well it's not just an odometer but it also keeps track of all the miles that we've ridden I guess that would be an odometer yeah a speedometer, a speedometer <laughs> as well it's a speedometer and an odometer yes um, and I have ridden 12.2 miles in the last okay. week not very much <laughs> not very much I admit I'm sure you're going to beat me this week I too did not ride as much as I would have liked to plus I'm, I'm gonna say also because I was out of town for three days this, I, I didn't get to do as much riding as I wanted to, but I did ride 15 miles. Okay, so neither <laughs> okay. of us rode a, many miles. That's like half of what I usually do in a week. So yeah. I did ride to the studio today. Excellent. And I did actually go for a mini bike ride this morning. I like I, I rode around the park. I left um, my house about like a half an hour early just so I could, so I could, could tack on some, some miles. miles. I did. And it's true. Those extra three miles totally benefited me right now. Well, it did, it did work <laughs> out right now. Yes. All right. So Sarah did win this week. You won, you won the uh, number of miles. Yes. Overall, though, I think we're pretty close. No, I'm beating you. Let me see. That'll be about 20 miles at this point. It's fine. I'll ride 20 miles tonight. Okay. That's what you're going to do after all your after all your acting. Yes. Now, Greg. Miles. All right. So there you go. There's, there our, there there's our bike gallery. Thank bike you challenge. to Bike Gallery. Of course, go to funemploymentradio.com and please take advantage of that. Anything you're going to buy for bikes, go to funemploymentradio.com, click on that bike gallery link, uh, print out the. Well, they have uh, everything there. I want to get a, a new bike bag because I've had my other one for yeah. years and they have all kinds of like fun, different colors and brands and stuff. So I'm totally going to get a new one. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. You should. Well, take advantage With of it. With my 20% off discount. Exactly. 20% off. Totally. That is a lot. Yeah. So that can really add up. So, um, yeah, take advantage of that. Thank you to Bike Gallery. Greg, I'm kind of, I know that you're kind of in your own head right now because mm-hmm. you know you have so many fancy things going on but I cannot believe you're not pointing out the fact of how spectacular my hair looks. 
Yes, I did notice. It looks like you uh, you did something to yourself yesterday. I purpled myself. You did purple yourself. I purpled myself. Your hair is slightly more purple. It is slightly more purple. I just, I couldn't, like, I, having blonde hair, it just seems like a palette. Like, it just seems like it's just, it wants something on it. Like, I, I just can't, I, I can't believe it's actually remained blonde for so long. I've had it blonde for, like, a month now. Oh, my without gosh. Without putting a any month, color into it. A month it. with the same hair. That's mm-hmm. unheard of I by know. anyone. I know. So, uh, <laughs> last night, my friend helped me color, because I'm like, I am totally, I'm like, I am ready to do a new color so I did dye the top of my hair light purple which I'm super excited about okay well it it looks um, you know it's uh, there is a little purple in it what does that mean? Well, I mean, I'm just saying. I think saying, it looks great. Well, I mean, I, I think your hair looked pretty good the way it was before. But I think uh, I think a little bit of purple in there, you know, it's, uh, you know, it brings out. Uh, you are a snob something. and a half right now. I'm not trying to be. No. You are. No, I'm just saying you you got a little bit of purple. You purpled yourself. I did purple myself. Yeah. I well, thought it looks, it, I, I thought it looked nice. Sure. Yeah. No, it looks great. Sure. Wait, no, it, it looks really good. I can't imagine any well, other. Well, you look like you stuck being, your finger in a light socket. Being. Oh well, my hair might be a little bit bigger. Yeah, now, but I'll fix that. But well, and you know what? And you know who you turn to help when you're like getting ready to go do one of your appearances? Me. You know who's not going to help you today? This girl with the pretty purple hair over here. I think not helping you. Your purple hair looks the most amazing I've ever seen. Your hair. I can't imagine it without that purple in it, and I can't imagine anyone else ever having hair more fabulous than you have it right now. Mm, I'm still not helping you. See, look at that. See, that was a compliment. That well, I you didn't even you. notice it. Like I, I think that it looks significantly different. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it does. It it looks significantly yeah, different. Yeah, this is like I think Keith nailed it. This isn't Greg today. This is actor Greg. <laughs> actor Greg is here. Well, no, I I don't know how to give. See, the problem is if I do give you like some huge compliment about it, then I know how you're gonna work. You're gonna think that I thought the hair before looked hideous, and so that's all it's gonna go. Like it doesn't benefit me in any way to compliment you or to say anything disparaging about you because either way I lose. I'll lose no matter what. Compliments get you further. Instead of saying, oh, it looks okay. Okay, let me try it again. All right. Hey, Greg, did you notice that I dyed my hair? I noticed it, and I could not wait to talk about it. I wanted to wait until we were on air. It looks fantastic. I saw it this morning, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to save this until we get on air because that purple, I, it, it's, it perfectly matches the shades of your, of your face. and The shades the, of my face? And your, it brings out your eyes a lot, and I think that purple is really one of the best purples I've ever seen. I can't imagine a better purple than the purple you have on your hair right now. I just put it in the chat. See, that was kind of... That was a good, that was a good compliment, right? I I lost interest. No, oh. thank you. I mean, all right, I will help you with your hair. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, okay. There we go. Thank you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do have to say, I went to uh, so there's this bar in town here um, that I have a bunch of friends that work at, and they have their annual barbecue. They always have one every year. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I woke up not feeling a hundred percent today. I feel a little, I feel a little, uh, a, a little like I like I had some cocktails on a Monday Did night. Did you feel like you hung out at a bar party for? <laughs> Long enough to where you decided to purple your hair? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I did. Well, you know, free jello shots. Who how can many, say no to that? How many drinks did you have before you decided, I'm going to change my hair right now? Oh, uh, well, I didn't have cocktails, no liquor during the week, so except for jello shots, but those don't really count because it's jello. Right. Yeah. So I, I had a few beers. I had, I had a couple big Coors Lights and then. Uh, some jello shots. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, like, another, like a high life. And then. Other uh, Jello shot, <laughs> so I've. Were the Jello then, shots free? 
They were free. Well, see, then it's hard to pass those. See, it doesn't count. If it's free, it doesn't count. It's like I didn't even take it. Sure. Yeah. See, I just can't imagine ever having enough to drink to where I would decide, well, I'm going to cut my hair now. Or (laughs) I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to shave a mohawk. I've always wanted a mohawk. I'm going to shave it right now. Like, I just can't imagine doing something that drastic to myself. I'm far too conservative, I think, in that aspect that there's no amount of alcohol that would make me change something Oh, it sounded like like the best idea ever because my friend's a hairstylist and she's, I'm like, I want to put color in my hair. She's like, I have tons of colors. We can do it now. I'm like... Let's do it. I'm ready. <laughs> Let's go for it. Well, you are you are more adventurous with your hair than, well, uh, than well, a lot of people. Impulsive. But perhaps impulsive. Impulsive. That would be one way Just to like say my it. favorite Wilson Phillips song. See, there I was trying to give you a compliment by saying adventurous instead of impulsive. But yes, that was impulsive. That was an impulsive decision. Okay. Yeah. But it... It looks fabulous. The purple. <laughs> Stop saying fabulous. <laughs> well, you were doing that. I have to admit, I woke up... A little bit early today, um, just because, you know, it's a big day. But also, I was having trouble sleeping Mm -hmm. because of something that's going on. So I'd like to give a bit of a public service announcement to everyone here in the Portland metro area. And this may apply to other places. I don't Mm, know. Jesus. But to anyone who does live in this area, I'm telling you right now, something's going down. What do you mean what's going down? I heard it and I haven't heard them in a long time. But I've The methods? Not the methods. But I've talked about this uh, before here on Fun Employment Radio about how... I've deduced they changed flight patterns and that there's military jets that fly over. Today, military jets totally flying over. Totally flying over. There were F-16s flying over the city of Portland. Are you kidding me? No, I heard them. It was really loud. And they were flying all over at least the section of Portland I'm in, like southeast Portland. And I think they were flying all over the city. So everybody should kind of watch out. There There are jets flying overhead today. Why should they watch out for them? I don't know. What are they up to? I don't know, but I, I'm more concerned about what's going on with you. I'm just saying. I have not heard jets. I live in a, a similar quadrant I cannot as you. Be, I cannot be the only person that heard the jets today. I, I know the jets are not just in my head. There are other people that heard these jets. Mm-hmm. No, because I'm, I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. I'm just saying, ladies and gentlemen, there are jets flying over the city of Portland. Something's, something's afoot. So what do you think? I mean, Greg, with your conspiracy theorist mind, what do you think is actually happening with the Jets? Um, well, in reality, they're probably mm-hmm. just practicing maneuvers. But why are they practicing maneuvers? And I know we have listeners, too, that work for the National Guard. So they, maybe they could fill us in. Maybe they can't due to stipulations within their agreements with the U.S. government. But there were totally, totally some Jets flying over today. I'm just saying. I don't know what's up, but they were low and they were loud. Okay, that's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. And I, I am like... not the only one that heard them. Uh-oh. I don't see any. Uh, Ryan in the chat is saying, I work at the base and no jets left here today. <gasps> what did I hear then? <laughs> Holy crap. That means, oh, wow, what does that mean? I Do you think it... they were chasing something? Greg, I don't think they're chasing Are you sure that you, did you see them or did you just hear them? Well, I you didn't I see heard them. them. You didn't see them is what but you're saying. But I heard them, and they were really low, and they were flying very near my house. And so I think probably this had something to do with, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I do know, you know, they do have scrambled them sometimes. Like the reckoning, like that guy who was talking about, uh, that guy that we were listening to on the radio in the middle of central Oregon. Well, I don't know if it was a reckoning type of thing, but okay. I'm saying perhaps... Could have been chasing UFO. They do scramble them if there is a UFO around. So maybe that's something that's watching out. Maybe that's what people should be watching out for right now is uh, taking a look up into <laughs> the skies just to see. Katie's saying that she heard them too, but uh, the problem is she's in Texas. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's a little different. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you right now, there's something, something's afoot. All right. Don't be surprised if there's some weird sightings later on tonight. Does it coincide with the meteor shower? I don't know. Maybe it does. That did go on. 
that does attract UFOs, and that's just a scientific fact. So, pretty sure the meteor shower was on Sunday. It does make me feel kind of crazy, though, because I I know I other people had to have heard the jets. Makes you feel crazy. <laughs> other people had to have heard them, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they are there are jets out there. Jets flying over Portland. You, right what is wrong with you? Greg is over there chewing on his fingers, being all crazy. It's nerve wracking, sir. It's very nerve wracking. Well, you know, if you're, if I was hearing invisible jets, I'd be a little freaked out. They're too. not invisible. I've heard them before, and I've heard them, and it's not very often. It does seem to be usually days when I'm busy and I don't get a lot of sleep because I'm nervous about the big day, and then I wake up early and then I hear the jets. But I'm sure it's not in my head. I know that. I know that much. I know they're real. I know they're out there. Unless it's something specific to me. Maybe they're just flying over my house. Maybe because I know so much, because I'm so full of knowledge, they're just flying over to let me know they're there. So they think that you know their secrets. Maybe they've heard the show and they're like, Greg knows too much. I'm thinking there is... Well, it could it could correspond with that. I don't know. Maybe I've said too much already. And maybe it's the more I keep calling it out than the more I'm going to hear the jets. But I'm telling you right now, something's going on. Okay. I'm just saying, I'm letting everybody know. I'm on to it. I will investigate and find out as much as I can. I'll do some internet sleuthing to find out why the jets were flying over Portland today, and I'll give a report tomorrow. All right, please on do. why that was. Yes, okay. I will try to find out as much as I possibly can. Do it. Okay. All right. All right. Do you want to do some world of crazy since we're already in the crazy? Yes, let's do some world of crazy. <laughs> do you know how insane you sound? You or, don't do. Or completely logical. Is that what scares you? Oh, boy. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. I have purple hair. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, Greg Nock, here we go. First up, a story. I think I have a few stories. I think most of my stories are out of Florida today. I hate it when, like, I remember, I think I talked about this at Amber and Nate's wedding when I was asking the couple who was from Florida, like, what's wrong with Florida? And they're like, I don't know. It's just a weird place. Oh, did they agree that there is something They strange? did. They did agree that there was some stuff. Because they're like, well, not so much st- stuff happened there. I'm like, uh, yeah, the face-eating guy, uh, every horrible story that I ever read on our show is basically from Florida. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. It's, it's kind of <laughs> crazy. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people down there. But still, yeah, it, it is. The, the ratio of normal people to crazy people is definitely a lot more predominantly crazy people. When I was talking to them, it was like meeting a celebrity because I'm like, have you been to Port St. Lucie? And they're like, oh yeah, we used to live in Port St. Lucie for a little what? while What, they there. did? Yeah. I didn't know that. No, they did. It was, and I felt like I was meeting a celebrity. I'm like, you <laughs> lived in Port St. Lucie? What's it like? I'm like, all of my stories are from Port St. Lucie and they said it was a nice little space, but... I still want them to turn that into some kind of an amusement park where it's like completely covered in glass or like some kind of dome. <laughs> so you can just walk through and observe the crazy as it happens. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's. No, uh, we can get in like a hamster ball mm-hmm. and go around. And so none of the crazy, like nobody can eat your face. Right. Nobody can do anything. Right. They can't touch you, but you can walk around and take you. pictures and, yeah. and observe the crazy as it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Port St. Lucie. Port St. Uh, Lucie. Your Chamber of Commerce. Get a hold of me now. <laughs> All right. Here we go. While handcuffed in the back of a patrol car following a drunk driving arrest, a 20 23-year-old Florida man attempted to urinate out of the window of the moving cop car, an effort that failed miserably when he misaimed and decided to pee accidentally all over the police that had arrested uh, him. Oh. <laughs> that is not a good thing. So so he tried to pee out the window and instead... So the window was down while he was in the back? He tried to... I don't know. Let's, let's find out. Let's find out if the window was down. Uh, so according to the sheriff's office uh, report... 
This man's name is Langford, uh, was pulled over for speeding by a deputy by the name of Brian Bell. Uh, so Brian Bell noticed that Langford had red, glassy, bloodshot eyes and slurred speech. Uh, also noticed a plethora, I didn't, that, their word, not mine, I really love it when people use the word plethora. A plethora of empty beer cans were also surrounding him in his truck. Red, blurry eyes and slurred speech. And slurred speech. Yeah, pretty much everyone in Southeast Portland <laughs> at all times. After failing a series of sobriety tests, Langford was arrested and then placed in the squad car for transport for jail, uh, to head to county jail for booking. So en route, uh, en route to the jail, Langford informed the cop that he needed to urinate. The deputy initially told the detainee that he would have to wait until he arrived at the jail, but Langford decided that he couldn't wait that long. So as it was reported, Langford then, quote, asked Bell if he could urinate in his car. Bell, <laughs> very nicely, said, uh, wait, what did he say? He said that he would understand if he had to pee in the back of his car, but he can't until he gets to the jail, right? So he didn't say he understood, so he could pee in the back of the okay. car. Okay, He yeah. said he would understand. Um, so Langford said, I'm very, very sorry, but I have to pee in the back of your car. I don't want to pee in the back of your car, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> so he started peeing. It was then when he uh, came up with a plan to try and pee out of the window. Ooh. The window was not down. But he proceeded to pull down his pants, kneel on the back seat, and attempt to urinate out of the side window while the vehicle was in motion. Of course, the window was closed, and the urine splattered everywhere onto the passenger side seat and the floorboard and onto the cop. Well, in all fairness, I mean, we got, well, no, he shouldn't be trying to pee outside of the car. That's not, that's not a good thing. Yeah. I've, I've told that story on here before where I, um, perhaps when I was in college, uh, perhaps when I was a little bit underage, perhaps I may have had a few drinks. And this is a, we'll say this was a friend of mine. A friend of yours, not A you. friend of mine not named you. Gary. Gary. Perhaps had had a few drinks uh, at a friend's establishment and got pulled over in a car, uh, not driving, so a sober driver. Sure. But the sober driver who was of age got pulled over for slight, like hardly speeding at all, but enough to where yeah. they were pulling people over. And then discovered um, Gary and his friend in the back seat, who were both underage and perhaps having had imbibed mm -hmm. a couple of cocktails. And this officer in Corvallis pulled these two out of the car and told the driver to just leave. This was on the side of a highway, like in the middle Whoa. of nowhere. There's, there's no, it's, it's a section of. I'm sorry. Can you just say it, that it's you instead of Gary? Because I'm getting confused. Is Gary? We'll call Greg. myself Gary. I'm going to play a character named Gary, who in college. Yeah, it was me. I, I already got in trouble for it, so it doesn't matter at this point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So got pulled over, and yeah, we'd had a couple of beers, and we were underage, so it didn't matter how much we'd had. We were getting pulled out of the yeah. car, but we were going in between a couple of houses. But you have to go down this highway in Corvallis. It's kind of like a no man's land, and there's cops all over the place. Anyway, got pulled over. The driver was fine. He was sober. Told the driver to leave and left me and my buddy standing there on the side of the road <laughs> while this guy was writing some tickets. And this was the same police officer that, at this time, my, my buddy was wearing a belt with, like, spikes on it. You yeah. Know? I mean, we were 20. It's college. And the guy, the cop, grabbed his belt and was like, what's this for? Tying up your girlfriend? <laughs> Whoa. Oh, yeah. This was a complete jerk off. And this guy also, uh, well, my my buddy got a little mad at that one and uh, accused him of being the, accused the cop of being the guy that got beat up in high school a lot <laughs> and then asked him, so do you, and then uh, asked the cop, he's like, so do you drink beer? The cop was like, hell yeah, I do. This was like some redneck hit wow. cop. And this is not of all cops in Corvallis. There's a lot of cool ones down there. This guy just happened to be a jackass. Well, there's always one jackass. And that's the jackass that we ran into. Yeah. And the police officer then, uh, the, so my buddy was like, so did you ever drink beer before you're 21? He's like, no, no. 
I waited till I was 21 to drink. It's like, dude, shut up. You, yeah. You clearly. You're not, you're not drinking You're not anybody. fooling anybody. And at that point, we're on the side of the road. There's no other cars. I'm like, man, I really have to pee. Can I just walk into that field? Like, obviously, I'm not going anywhere. I got, there's nowhere to go here mm. for miles. Uh, can I just pee in there? He's like, oh, you can go ahead and do that, and I'm going to write you up for public urination. <laughs> like, oh, man. You're just then I was I I started to get kind of mad at that point. I'm like, well, just write us our tickets then. Can we at least call our friend to have him come pick us up? Mm-hmm. Nope, can't do that. I'm like, well, then what do you want me to do here? Like, yeah. you got me. Write me yeah. up. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> you got me. I have <laughs> to pee, man. Like my bladder's gonna burst, and you really don't need to write me up for another ticket. But okay, so I, I decided to hold it, and eventually, the he did give us a ride back to our place. But I'm like, man. You got to get me back home then now because I'm gonna I'm gonna pee all over the back of the cop car because I'm not gonna have a choice. Like I don't have a choice in this matter. It's not intentional. I kept saying that like to him. Like it's not intentional. But man, I'm gonna pee my pants. Yeah, it's, it's gonna happen. Yeah. And he's like, well, you better not, man. Then I'll you know get you for assault. I'll get you for this. And like this guy was just a jerk off. So anyway, ended up getting us back. But yeah, I came very close to being the guy peeing in the back of a cop car. I barely Nobody made it back home. Guy. Yeah, I barely <laughs> made it. Well, and see, Keith is saying, uh, because I don't drink, I've never peed in public. I've peed in public sober. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, sometimes you just got to <laughs> go. You, I mean, I mean, someone legally d- distinct from me has done that. Named Sally. Yes. Sally? Sally. Sally's done that. Yeah, just your friend Sally, she's troublesome. Sally and Gary like to pee out in public. Uh, Sally sometimes has jello shots and dyes her hair. <laughs> Sally's, Sally's an odd duck. You know, you know what's going Sally on with Sally. Sally is a little nutty. Jello shots make you make amazing decisions. <laughs> All right, next story out of Urbina, Italy. An Italian doctor needed 40 stitches uh, after authorities say an unhappy 81-year-old patient attacked her with a machete. <laughs> <laughs> so the elderly, she's all right, but uh, the elderly farmer who she was serving, this was the 81-year-old man with the machete. The elderly farmer was uh, reportedly unhappy with the care he got from Dr. Daniela Vivani and made his displeasure known by charging through the clinic waiting room and hitting her with a machete. Oh. Yeah. Police in Urbina says suspect Enrico Bostraghini. How did he get a machete in there? I don't know. He's, 80, he's an 81-year-old squirrely farmer. Uh, he told officers he was angry at the level of treatment that he had gotten from Dr. Vivani. But then, get this. So... This guy is clearly known to be kind of trouble around town because police also uh, t- said that Bogostrani had a history of overreacting to situations. He had already reportedly twice tried to burn down City Hall after being slapped with fines he didn't agree with. Wow. It's like seriously you're letting an 81-year-old guy who tried to burn down City Hall twice... <laughs> How Run does through he a waiting room with a machete. Yeah, how does he get in with a machete? That's I what know. I don't understand. But I mean, I don't understand like why he's still out there if he's tried to burn down City Hall twice. Yeah, wouldn't you think there's some kind of a mental issue there? Perhaps uh, some treatment. Well, he's 81. Well, I guess so. Yeah. You know, he likes what he likes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm burn down City Hall. And finally. I just don't understand how <laughs> the guy gets in there with the machete. I don't know. Machete. But the doctor was okay. Yeah, I'd have numerous stitches, but the doctor's okay. Jeez. So what happened with the guy now? I don't know. It doesn't say. Like, they didn't even say that they punished him. They just said, he's known to overreact to situations. Italy, <laughs> man. Like, Italy. I mean, come on. You can run through waiting rooms with machetes with no consequences. And I love Italy. A lot. But that's something that I would have a bit of a disagreement You'd have with. a little bit of a problem with A little it. bit of a problem, yeah, with people walking around with machetes. Mm-hmm. I would say that's atypical. All right, and finally, I do have this story. Thank you to everyone who sent this to me. So you know it's going to be that kind. Oh, no. 
It's from the Daily Mail. A father of one has a story. <clears throat> father of one is now telling his tale of how his testicles were left dangling five inches down his thigh after he slid off a boat and got them caught on a hook. <sighs> Do you want me to say that again? A father of one is telling the story of how his testicles were left dangling five inches down his thigh after he slid off a boat and got them caught on one of the boat hooks. A roofer by profession, Pete Lovett, 48 years young, was enjoying a day out on his motorboat in Hampshire when he decided to have a swim and slip down off of his boat into the sea. When he decided to do that, he said he was left hanging by his sexual organs for several seconds oh, before why do you he have pulled to say himself it like back that? up and felt between his legs. Why are you saying it like that? I put my arms between my legs and realized to my horror, there was nothing there. Oh, that's like a, that is a nightmare. Yes, I'm going to have a hard time going on a boat right now if I... He was just slipping into the sea, but as he did so, he got his private parts caught on a steel bracket used to carry the jet ski, nearly castrating him and leaving him in danger of bleeding to death. He said, the jet ski was tied to the back of the boat, and I tried to scooch over the snap davits, uh, steel brackets, which the jet ski is tied to. Somehow I misjudged how high it was, and the hook pranged my sweatsuit, hooked me up, and pulled me backwards. The metal went right through my scrotum, and for five to six seconds, I was hanging from it, floating in the sea as it ripped through my scrotum. It was terrible when I came up. I really did put my hands between my legs and to my horror found that there was nothing there. I scrambled back on board and my son, who was sitting next to me, knew something horrible had happened. He said, Dad, are you okay? And I said, no, I think it's pretty serious. No, no, no I'm not. <laughs> no, son, look away. Mr. Lovett's testicles were almost completely severed and oh, were only man. dangling by just the vast deferens tubes. Oh, jeez. Oh. He said, if it weren't for the tubes holding my testicles, they would have gone to sea and I would have never seen them again. His son threw him on a jet ski and took him to shore. And his fitness instructor wife, oh, I bet that he was proud of that. He's like, she's a fitness instructor. Put that in the story. Fitness instructor <laughs> wife <laughs> uh, pressed yeah, gauze. Why does that on, have any kind of anything in it? And pressed gauze. My wife, on she was totally a model when she was 17, <laughs> so I just wanted to get that out there. And pressed gauze onto his wounded scrotum. Uh, paramedics were on the scene within ni- uh, nine she minutes. She auditioned for Playboy in 1972. I just want to say that right now. <laughs> Didn't get in, but it was pretty close. <laughs> they scrambled to airlift the bleeding Mr. Lovett, whose testicles were dangling five inches down his leg, to the hospital. Two specialist plastic surgeons were uh, able to stitch up Mr. Lovett, who had never been to the hospital before. He- they were able to stitch him back together in the three-hour operation. There was a lot of skin missing. Oh. And they had to put it, this is what he said, he said, although there was quite a lot of skin missing, they put my balls back where they should go with the skin I had left. Oh. This is what he said? Yes. They put my balls back where they should go with the skin I had left. God, you know, and I know this was jet skiing, this was slipping off of a boat, but I love water skiing. Let me just put that out there right now. I know I've said it before. I love water skiing. But I have to admit, when I water ski or if I... um. Even uh, even if I like ride in a ride in an inner tube behind a boat, mm-hmm. there is a small part of me that, even though it's irrational, the possibility of this happening is infinitesimal. Wait, do you think that you're going to be? Wait, 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 let me guess. Let me guess. Do you think you're going to be cut in half by the rope? Not necessarily cut in half, but caught up in the rope. Yeah. Even though that's n- that's not going to happen. Well, now since he said it's not going to happen, it's going to happen. 
But there is this tiny part of me that always wonders about that, even though I still go do it, and I love it. By the way, if anybody has a boat and is water skiing in the Portland area, shoot me a message sometime because uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I, I'm, I'm a sucker for water skiing. Um, but there is that small fear. Now I'm going to have a fear. Next time I go on a boat, I'm going to look out for all of the hooks and make sure. That they don't rip your testicles. Yeah. Yeah. Five feet dangling down your leg. Well, oh, so he had to get 32 stitches to uh, put back together his testicles, and he's now back at work and slowly recovering. He is also, which I kind of like this guy because he, he's kind of sassy, so uh, Pete Lovett, that's his name, uh, he has launched a campaign called Pete's Plums, and he, <laughs> hopes to raise, and he hopes to raise money for the lifeboat crew that helped to save his life, which is very cool. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, he gets his nuts ripped off, and he's in turn trying you to do help something. those people out. You want to do something for somebody they like that. They saved his boys in his life. Like, yeah. That's, that's pretty epic. Yeah. All right, you guys, that... Is your world of crazy? Oh, that's so unnerving. God, I, did you ever? I saw this horrible movie about a boat once. I think I talked about this once, but it, it, I can never get the vision out of my mind about how uh, one of the wirings snapped on this boat thing, and it. What do you mean the wirings on the? So, boat like, thing? basically, like one of the, th- like you know, like the steel wires that you know is kind of like a really taut wire. Are you talking about it. for a sailboat? No, like on a, like a cruise ship kind of thing. Oh, a cruise ship. So like okay. it was like yeah, like something like some, a really taut wire. And there's this boat, this movie that I saw. I only watched this first five minutes because I watched it. And it was the worst thing I'd ever seen because it was so gross. I think it's called like Ghost Ship or something, where all these people are dancing on this deck and everyone's dancing. And all of a sudden, you see this wire starting to like fray a little bit, and then it snaps and it just goes. <laughs> And cuts everybody on the entire dance floor in half. <laughs> it is the worst because everyone's dancing, and then all of a sudden, like you see this wire go through, and then everyone kind of stops, and then their top halves start they all falling slide off. off. Yeah, and like only one person survives. It's like a little kid because it like crossed over their head, and like everybody else is cut in half. <laughs> That's what I think about when I'm on boats. <laughs> That's what I think. I'm like, I do not want to be sliced in half. It's the worst thing ever. I I couldn't watch it. I was so disturbed by that. I turned it off. I'm like, nope. Not going to do it. So, and I think we've talked about this before. You've never been on a cruise ship, right? No. Okay. No, I've seen them. They, they're, that, my mind can't comprehend how big they are. Yeah, no. They're, they're actually a lot of fun. I'm going to say. They're, they're a lot of fun. But um, I could see you being terrified. Would you ever go on one, though? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've seen Titanic too many times. <laughs> <laughs> you realize it's not like, although I can't say that because there's been like four yeah. cruise ships you that think? have broken down or no, crashed. No, people like marinating in their own waste and like, yeah, shit got, shit got real there yeah, for a while. Yeah, it, it did. It did. But that means it's extra cheap right now. So could probably get a good I don't know. A, like being in a city on an ocean that I can't leave is just, uh, that doesn't sound like my idea of relaxation. <sighs> They're pretty fun. Okay. They're pretty fun. Oh. It's not necessarily my choice. You know, there's other kinds of things that I would uh, that I would choose first if I only had to choose one vacation, but I would do that. Somebody What's just up? found the yeah, so if you are in the chat right now, you could see uh, John posted the ghost ship opening scene. We should watch it if you have time before you're acting. It's just it's disturbing. Everyone's just kind of dancing and it's just like and they're all cut in half. Oh, it was so gross. All right. Okay, anyway, it's disturbing. It is disturbing. Um all right, we got two two things, two orders of business. That we have to do really quick. One, I just wanted to say this because I got a message from um, listener Barry in Texas today, and my Facebook won't pull it up, so I can't see his friend's name. He uh, he just asked that we would say hello to him. Um, his buddy was in the hospital, like, hurt bad. Oh, no. But it looks like he's probably going to be okay. But he's on the mend? He's on the mend, but Barry's been listening to the show while he's there, and he just wanted, uh, wanted uh, to give a shout-out to him and his buddy. Barry! So for fast recovery for his buddy. What up, fast recovery? So, and I'm sorry I don't have your friend's name. Facebook will not... 
Well, not uh, it cooperate. never does. It never does when you need something. Yeah, to get that name, to get no. his buddy's name up. But uh, nonetheless, well, you. thinking yes. of you, Barry. Yes, you. Yes, we're talking to you. Yes, it's you. Absolutely, Greg. I cannot wait to hear what's going on with Walter. Oh, you're going to get to. Okay, but there's one more order of business. Okay, there. okay, okay. What? We need to remind people of sure. something we're doing here at Fun Employment Radio, which is. The Fun Employment Radio Resume Rodeo? Yes, indeed. <laughs> Greg, it's such an amazing name. It is indeed. How come you blanked on it? Um, so, <laughs> well, no, I just wanted you to say it. Okay, I really That's like it saying it. Um, so, we we announced this uh, last week, and we're still waiting for, for more people to send them in. But if you are unemployed, or you know anyone who is unemployed, you don't have to be in the Portland area. It could be anywhere. Anywhere. Um, what we're doing is we're kind of offering a chance to, to hopefully help out. If nothing else, it'll give you a little practice, and nothing's nothing, you're not going to lose anything. But we're doing a thing called the, the Resume Rodeo, where you send in your resume to us. There's a little questionnaire to fill out, which is at funemploymentradio.com slash resume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just uh, send us an email. All the instructions are right there at that website, funemploymentradio.com slash resume. All the instructions are there. Send in the stuff. And then once a week, what we'd like to do is feature one of you who is, uh, who's looking for a job. And mm-hmm. we can advertise, you know, who you are, what your skills are, what you're looking for. And maybe in, uh, you know, we're very fortunate to have a lot of amazing listeners from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's all somebody out there businesses. that might be able to help you out or yep. that can, you can match up with. And uh, worst case, you're going to get your name out there a little bit more. So if you are unemployed or you know anyone who's unemployed, it doesn't have to be a listener to the show. Um, you know, hopefully they'll want to listen after that. But it doesn't doesn't matter. All they need to do is go to funemploymentradio.com slash resume. So please uh, get that word out there if you don't mind helping us out and mm-hmm. share it on your page, whatever it is. We just want to help somebody out. You know, it's, it's do, tough like- out there. I mean, it, re- it really is. And uh, we're just trying to uh, trying to help some people out who may may need some help. So funemploymentradio.com slash resume to check Indeed. it out. Yep, absolutely. All so right. tell all your friends who are unemployed to go there. Mm-hmm. All right. And we are we are doing a little bit of a shorter show today, which thank you to everyone who listens and thank you to Sarah for helping <laughs> out. But we do have something, a continuing piece that does need to happen today. And that of course is the Fun Employment Radio Adventures of Walter. Now, to give a little bit of a backstory, if you haven't heard the Adventures of Walter before. The Adventures of Walter are the tales of former roommate Ryan's dog, Walter. Now, Walter disappeared for 21 22, days. 22 days. Uh, okay, 20, no, 20, 21 days, 16 hours, and approximately 32 minutes. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> 22 days. Um, and he disappeared from the backyard of my house while Ryan was living there, and he was oh, at work. Walter got out of the back, and the guy was missing... He was missing for, yeah, 22 days. That 21 days, 16 hours, and 32 minutes was awful. It was horrible. It was horrible to think of little fluffy Walter out in the world. But you know what? This is better because now we're kind of piece by piece figuring out what it is that he was doing the whole time. Well, and that's what we're doing. We can only speculate, but I think it's a pretty safe speculation Mm -hmm. of what's gone on so far that he got involved into an undercover drug ring. And when we last left him, uh, as we're piecing together what happened to Walter during those 22 days... We last left him where he was in Bogota. 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 He'd arrived at the at the airport in Bogota in Colombia with his new friend, well not really friend, but the drug dealer Tommy. Now Tommy is not an undercover agent, but Walter had been sent there with him by an undercover agent. So Walter is supposed to kind of work his way into the scene. He's not exactly sure what's happening, but he's with Tommy right now mm-hmm. in Colombia. And they had just left the Colombian airport walking out into the hot Colombian sun. And that's where we left them. So with that, we shall pick up this tale 
from where that left off right now. This is The Adventures of Walter. Here is the voice of Walter. (laughs) We walked out into the hot Colombian sun. If I could have sweat, I would have a lot. Tommy picked me up and put me into an open-air jeep that was apparently waiting for us. Hola, senor Tommy, said the driver. Hey, what's up, Cesar? Been a long time, buddy. Pablo's expecting us. Do not ever call him by his first name, Tommy. I've told you a hundred times, said the driver, Cesar. Tommy replied. Ah, oh, crap. Sorry, man. I- I'm supposed to remember that entire name. What What was it again? General Han- Juan Marie Pablo Pantalones, senor. He is the most powerful man in Bogota. You respect him. All right, all right, all right, man. Chill out. Cesar took off, driving the car. This must be the name. The, the name of the general must be the undercover agent that, that I was starting over. <laughs> I'm starting over. This must be the name that the undercover agent wanted me to meet. This is the man, whoever he is. General Senor Juan Pablo Pantalones. Juan Marie. I'd... <laughs> I'd heard that name before, of course. He was on one of the drug documentary shows that my human friend Greg would watch all the time. But what am I to do? I guess I can only do what I can and go with the flow. Whatever it is, I'm going to have to find a way back home. As we traveled down the highway, we made a sharp turn into an unmarked jungle road. It was as though the arms of the trees in the jungle were enveloping the road. After after a few turns, I had no idea where we were or how I could even get back to the highway. I was in it for the long haul. I pondered for a moment, wondering what Ryan and the other humans were up to. Did the government inform them of my mission? Are they out looking for me right now? I would guess it's only been four days, but... Have they already forgotten about me and found a new dog? Never mind. I can't think about that now. I have to befriend this drug dealer, General Juan Marie Pablo Pantalones. <laughs> it's my job, and it's what I'm here to do. Hopefully, I can get away out of here with him. It's my only hope. Suddenly, the jungle opened up, and we found ourselves pulling into a large ranch. We hopped out of the jeep and walked into a small hut following Cesar. Get out of the car, muchachos! We are going to have to talk with the hombre himself! As we walked into the room, we all looked up and saw a large, hulking man with his back to us. He was dressed in full military fatigues and slowly turned around. As he did, we could see the incredible number of medals dangling from his shirt. This had to be him. He had to be near seven feet tall as he stared down at us. His mustache was grotesque in size as it curled up at the ends. Bits of food looked like they were stuck in it, perhaps some eggs from breakfast. Mmm, food. He slowly opened his mouth, and General Juan Marie Pablo Pentelonis said, Why don't you take a picture? It'll last longer. We stared for a minute, and then he started to laugh. We all laughed along with him. (laughs) (laughs) Enough. Let's get down to business. Tommy, do you have what I asked you to bring? Wait, uh, you wanted me to bring it with me? Um, I I thought that we we were supposed to still arrange the terms. The terms? There aren't arranging of terms. I tell you what the terms are. Uh, I'm sorry. My, my guy didn't tell me that's what this was for. He just said you wanted to see me, and that was all. Pablo, Pablo, please, I'm sorry. What did you call me? I mean, uh, General M- Mary Lou Lopez Olson Hernandez. Do you see the metals on my shirt? Cesar, take him to the aquarium. What? 
No, no, please, General. Uh. Have you ever heard of a paku? I think the fishies are maybe a little hungry. <laughs> no, no! <laughs> Says our drug Tommy out into another room. Suddenly I was alone with the general. Walk with me, little dog. We began our walk out the door. I can tell by your lack of concern for Tommy's nether region's well-being that you are no friend of his. That means I can trust you. Can I trust you, little dog? I simply stared at him and forced myself to shake my tail to show that he could trust me. This could be my only way to escape the Paku tank. <laughs> I thought so, little dog. I'm going to send you on my private plane to meet a friend of mine. There is some business to attend to, and I can only trust you to deliver the news. He reached down and tied a small satchel to my collar. I tried to bite it, but he pushed my nose away. Don't open it until you get to your destination. Now get on my private plane. Now, little dog! I ran over to the airfield that was adjacent to the ranch. I thought it was rather fast that I earned his trust, but I decided I couldn't afford to question it. As I hopped onto the waiting plane, I could hear screaming in the back room. I'm sure it was Tommy. No! Donde esta sus grapas, Tommy? <laughs> no! Goodbye, Tommy. You were kind of an asshole. This was my second plane ride in the time I've been gone, but this one seemed more ominous. As the plane took off, I wondered, where was I going? And so we leave Walter as he boards a plane for destinations unknown. In the continued adventures of Walter. That was amazing. <laughs> I gotta work on my accents. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, there we go. More adventures of Walter. So that we will great. find out next week where he was, where he's headed, and what's gonna happen to him. I think the people in our building think we're just, I mean, I already know that they know we're crazy. Oh, yeah. But with that particular, what just happened there, what just transpired? Well, General, General Juan Marie Pablo Pantalones is nobody to mess around with. Let me just say that. Pantalones. Pantalones. Juan Marie Pantalones. Juan Jose Marie Pablo Pantalones. Pantalones. Yeah, if anyone wants to be disturbed, go ahead and uh, watch the first five minutes of Ghost Ship. <laughs> That's my lesson for today. And Greg is going into the great unknown to do fancy things. Fancy things. That is why we're ending the show a little bit early today. So I appreciate everyone's patience with that. And we'll be back, of course, tomorrow for a full show. Uh, special guest, Matt from Secret Society. Woo! Se- Matt from the Secret Society back on the show tomorrow. So that is going to be fantastic. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash resume if you or anyone you know is unemployed. Uh, let us know. Funemploymentradio.com slash resume. We want to help. We do. I think I'm going to go. I might go watch a movie this afternoon. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been wanting to see The Conjuring. I heard it's very scary. Oh, well, there you go. And I think I might do that, Greg. Okay. All right. Well, All right, you're, that sounds good. While you're making money, I'm going to be spending it. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. And we really, really do appreciate it. I believe the Dally Sessions will be coming up later today. Awesome. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at FunEmp Radio. And um, subscribe if you do so choose to do so. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow for another full edition of Fun Employment Radio. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. 